like friends. Back. How are you? Welcome to the Taking You Back. To what year? Um, you might think, based on that little <laughs> clippy, we were headed back to uh, an earlier time, an easier time, and technically we are, but not as early Somewhat. as that song Somewhat. implies. Uh, we are headed back to 1988, ladies and gentlemen. The 88. movies. We're going to talk a little bit about the movies and that song opening us up. That's not a good way to phrase that. <laughs> I'd like to apologize right off the bat. I'm Rob Lee Davis. No, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm Jen Ware. <laughs> I guess I'm we should have started there. <laughs> and uh, we're going to open ourselves up and open you up, ladies and gentlemen, with that. Wow. Uh, we opened with a little bit of hairspray. Hairspray, yes. the movie came John out in Waters. 1988. 88. A very young uh, beginning of her weight loss journey, Ricky Lake. Um, Ricky Lake, The Great Divine. Such such good stuff. And still a movie that, uh, you know, they remade it. They, they, they put, did it again. They've, it's gone back and forth on, on the, the way of the broad. Yes, the um, way of the broad. That's how I like I love to that. think of it. I love that. Um, but, but a fine movie and a fine musical and one of the only musicals of that year. But 1988, let's, uh, let's at least set the year up for y'all. Uh, it was a leap year. Okay. okay. Started on a Friday. Um, gallon of gas was 91 cents. Stamps were 24 cents back when the people wow. cherished the post office as opposed to Yeah, today it's almost gone now. This is the year it's going to die. Um, and maybe most importantly, and literally the first uh, square on, I think, the Wikipedia or People's History page, crack is introduced. <laughs> Hello, country. Wow. Crack. That's so funny. I think of crack as... Having landed culturally, like a couple years before that. No, That's apparently eighty-eight, big year, big year for the crack. Big year um, for crack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, eighty-nine was more of a, like a cocaine year, maybe. I guess, yeah. Uh, and okay. you know, eighty-eight let let Reagan come in and get that war on drugs going. Oh and my god! Crack is whack, perhaps. Just say no. That's what Nancy said. Cracking that egg in a pan. Remember those commercials? Those are my favorite. I got. I'm not gonna lie. The the egg in the so pan and like this is your brain on drugs. This is your brain on drugs. Any very questions? <laughs> Can I add salt and pepper to it? That was my question. <laughs> Can I get this on a bun with some cheese, motherfucker? Because <laughs> um, that's how I like my crack with cheese. With that's cheese. Normal. That's a normal way to phrase that. Um, but 1988, a lot of great movies in '88. One of the things I noticed, Rob, that I, I'd like to start with is mm -hmm. that. Um, there was a lot of sequels in 88. Oh, my God. I have a whole list right here. Of sequels. Right? Um, I'll Nothing start with enough. the list I wrote, which might be slightly different from yours. Mm -hmm. um, Halloween 4. Caddyshack mm -hmm. 2. Oh. Rambo 3. <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Mm -hmm. Arthur 2. Mm -hmm. Friday the 13th Part 7. Mm -hmm. And Cocoon the Return. And Poltergeist 3. Poltergeist 3. <laughs> That's the one with the creepy music. It's oh really? There's there was a poltergeist, a poltergeist three, which sort of focused around a child. And there was like a pre. I feel like that was poltergeist three. Oh Jesus, maybe I'm making this up. Was there was two. like, was that two? That was part two. Thank you, Chris Kersbeck. We've got Chris Kersbeck with us, ready to correct. Working it out. You know why I've blocked it out, Chris, and why I got it wrong is because the first time I saw poltergeist two, um, I remember being creeped out by the priest guy walking around to the creepy music and it was super creepy and i was like where's my craig t nelson and um because that's all that matters about the first one yes and uh and 
while I was watching it and slightly freaked out, even being a horror movie person that I was, even at, even in, at, in 88, um, a cat got hit by a car. In Poltergeist 3? No, in my street right by my house. It was while you were sad. watching it? Yeah. Oh. Coincidence? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm just saying. It came I into am, the light. I'm, yeah, the cat was like, stay away from the light, Carol Ann. <laughs> um, and I just, because I remember our neighbor had to like, was like carried this dead cat over and like rang the doorbell and was like, is this your cat? And I was like, you're just carrying a dead cat. Wow. <laughs> Where's Craig T. Nelson? <laughs> you kept the headstones, but you're moving the bodies? Like Poltergeist 2 was wildly different. <laughs> the sheer, like had Hollywood run out of ideas in 88? I just feel like it was one of those years where they were like, let's capitalize on everything we've ever done before. I don't even know another. what happened in part seven of Friday the 13th. Uh, the same. No idea. Thing. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. What, about what? There, there was some more nightmares. <laughs> it's all about the new ways to die. It's just how many more ways can we... But can't they just please just write a new movie? That's all I want Hollywood to do, I is mean, just pe- to not sequel everything. He's so warm and cuddly. Oh. Like, what's, where is he now? Where's my, where's my back to the music about Jason Voorhees? Jason I'd like Voorhees. To know, what's he doing now? He's in a Hallmark movie, I heard. Um, not remotely related to part seven, but always worth mentioning. Uh, if folks at home, if you've never watched the clip of Jason Voorhees on Arsenio Hall, uh, the Arsenio oh. Hall show. He doesn't uh, speak, right? Oh, nope. It's great. It's so great. It's like seven to eight minutes long. And he doesn't say anything. At one point, he's sort of like, I'm doing it, but no one can see me. He like gestures. He like shoulder forwards. He aggressively okay. sits towards Arsenio. Uh, but it's great. And Arsenio just acts very Arsenio. And it's, it's wonderful. Wow. And most of these, I'm actually thinking that you're missing Arsenio. Most of these people were probably on his show. Because he was hot at the time. Oh, super hot. Yeah. But I think the one that that sort of threw me the most, I didn't see Arthur 2. I'm not going to lie. Most people didn't. I would think that's true. And also, Cocoon the Return? To what? Dead being dead? To being old? (laughs) What happened? And the, the whole cast apparently came back. I mean, what else were they were doing? They were 90. I mean, yeah, they weren't getting other work. I believe Brian Dennehy did not come back. Is that the only did, like? He's the, the only holdout. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "No, I don't want to return, motherfuckers. I got other stuff to do." That's hilarious. He was also the only one under seventy, probably. So he, <laughs> he actually had other stuff. Oh my! Oh, God. I just looked up. Arsenio didn't start till eighty-nine. So none of these people were on his show. None of these fuckers were on Arsenio. But there were a lot of good movies that could have been on there. But we're full of, so we're full of lies. We're starting out this episode's full of, of lies. Full of lies. Um, but there was also good movies, of course, in addition, that were not sequels. That, no. One that spawned many, many, many sequels, including The Seed of um, Child's oh, Play. Child's Play. In 1988, we got our first taste of Chucky. I did. I knew that kid. As a kid, because I was friends with his brother. You knew uh, the actor kid or you knew Chucky? The actor kid. Okay. He played probably. the little boy. More likely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got very excited. <laughs> no, I didn't know Chucky. God damn it. Just by association. Well, that's very exciting. But that movie was such a... I remember the... Like the panic it sent into... Because I don't, I don't know that there had been a movie really centered on like a evil 
doll. Not that I can think of prior to that. I can think of episodes of TV shows that had a crazy evil like doll. Well, I feel like they're, I mean, dolls have always, like Victorian dolls had, like the, the notion of dolls being creepy. Obviously, Poltergeist 1 came out before this, and they had that fucked up clown in that movie. Um, they did have the clown. That's right. But you're, I mean, in terms of like full scale slasher. Yeah, that's doll, crazy. Doll modeled doll. on a doll you could get at the store. Yes. Yes. It's so funny in the <clears throat> school that I work in, just a few days ago, there was a little girl who was, I guess she has recently seen a um, child's play. She's too young to have seen it, but she saw it. She was asking a teacher, like, so is Chucky real? Is Chucky real? And it was hilarious to me because the teacher, a wonderful woman, has no idea who the hell Chucky is. Amazing. She just couldn't, she could not figure out how to answer this child. Those were the teacher moments I was born for. I'd be like, <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you think? Why don't you ask him when he wakes up in your room tonight? It's probably fine. Well, you should get a doll. I have one. You want to borrow it? Let's see if it's real. Um, no, but that was a great movie. And I, I, I did, uh, I've, seen, I've seen all of them, including Seed of much later at the movies. It's too much. Because the one just came out recently, right? But that one was about Chucky's jizz. He's still a doll. <laughs> but he could jizz on Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, let's Jennifer talk about Tilly. better movies, shall we? Yes. Uh, to Such be fair, as... I got free tickets. Oh, I didn't okay. Pay for it. That's the best I would have. It, it didn't matter. That is the best way to see it. <laughs> I have to. There's a movie that's jumping out on my list that we just have to talk about is Coming to America. I, I don't know why this would jump out at your list, Rob. It's only one of the greatest movies in all of the Which world. I think they're going to ruin with the reboot. Fuck off. I can't. I can't with the reboot. Some, not, some, hmm. some movies, it's not just about the movie. It's also about the moment yes. that it came out. Yes. And, and when you redo it, you take away all the awesome charm of it all. You know, like, uh, I mean, Eddie Murphy wasn't young in his career at that moment, but he was ascending greatly. Arsenio oh. was newish, right? Yeah, they were it was, just Their buddy. energies together was great, and now it's kind of like, I, I, Eddie Murphy is like... But every single part of it, let make your soul glow. No. Like, that's not a pretty oh, yeah. sound that I just did, but that is so, when they all get up from the couch. Oh, my God. And Mary Curl stains. She's and, your queen. Yeah. to be like amazing. James Earl Jones in the lion costume, what? the rose Matt petals Sinclair, everywhere. Like, all of it. It was them stepping out of the air, the car. And I always like think a, of the like one, the like the little dance <laughs> that the like sister does at yes. one point, but she's like all yes. skinny, skin and bones. Um, it's so good. I always forget uh, the that movies from this time frame, like when I was a nanny and I was like, couldn't wait till the kids were old enough to like get it at least. Mm -hmm. But I would always forget about the, the boobies. Because almost all oh, of these yes. movies, there's a titty shot. Always. And obviously always. this one... It was one required they, in the 80s. Right. This one when they come out of the tub, but 16 Candles when she... Like, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of them with, like, titty shots that I would forget about and be like, no, the kids are old enough to watch this. And then, yeah. of course, and the then only the thing that mattered was the boobies. Purple Rain basically becomes softcore porn at one point. Yes, it does. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie. I had never, I never thought to be like, hey, let's yes, watch. It does. Although, to be fair, when I first watched the first Friday the 13th with the youngest kid when he was, I mean, he was like 
12 or 13 he wasn't mm-hmm. like eight but at one point during the movie he was like is this just porn <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's porn with death so Ooh. yep okay all right it's a snuff film but yes right. coming to america for people that haven't seen it it, it is a slice of times it's a slice Brilliant. of queens uh, for those of us in the hood uh mcdowell's Eddie is, Murphy in it playing a zillion different characters. Right. We've, you know, Arsenio's got a couple too. Uh, it's so good. Um, also that year we had uh, people framing rabbits. Wow. Who framed Roger Rabbit? That Who would have thought question. that this movie would make, and it made a lot of money. It did. Like, that was It was a art gamble. too. It was, because it was different. It, it had no, I don't know what category to put Who Framed Roger Rabbit you know and what is it i don't think anybody knew i think that was one of those like oh man is it a drama is it a comedy what do we do it's it's not howard the duck (laughs) it is not (laughs) howard the duck which was that's a whole other separate conversation but it's interesting who there's almost no reason that who from roger rabbit should, should have been successful like it was like all right we're gonna draw like a femme fatale woman Get some Kathleen Turner voice going and a rabbit. Ugh. Dreamy. Who would have ever thought that would make money? It's sexy. Sexy rabbits Stranger making money. Stranger Things have made money, though. That is true. Stranger That's Things a as a show. <laughs> Stranger also Things. Just, yes. Side note. As a side note. Um, but this, yeah, so we, this, uh, the year 1988, uh, went from, and maybe it's because of all the crack went from films like who framed Roger Rabbit and coming to America to, and I, you know, not to change the tone a little, uh, the accused mm. with the great, uh, Jodie Foster, Foster winning all sorts of things for that performance. Well deserved. So I That's still can't watch the beginning of that movie. I mean, I watched it the first time the, the rape scene, mm-hmm. Watched it the first time, obviously, and then with, like, hand over my face, literally unable to breathe. And then if I watch the movie again, I kind of have to... Like, I can't... Viscerally, I can't watch it. Like It's it a hurt. lot. It's, it's a lot. I love that movie. I, I it's mean, so I think good. I an amazing actress. Um, anytime it's on, I watch it. Same thing with Silence of the Lamps. I could, like, watch the two of the movies back-to-back. Um, and it is intense. And I remember reading some interview whatever about the filming of it and you know you really got to prepare for those scenes and i think she was just talking about how the how the guys on this set were so like when they you know called cut like it was so much for them they were so concerned for her and and they couldn't even they were almost like ashamed or or apologizing it's like but wait this is it's a movie Right. Like, well, I know that you're acting. <laughs> she had to like um, remind them. So I feel like this is a, a great um, time, if there's ever a great time, to share with the people that we once found ourselves, Rob Lee Davis, in that exact same uh, position. Uh, position, doing, yeah. Yes, <laughs> doing a little rape scene of our own. Yes, yes. Uh, in college. Uh, mm-hmm. We had some free time. We had, yeah, we had nothing else to do. We thought, Hey, have you ever read Getting Out, Rob? Let's uh, reenact that. Um, no, we had to do, uh, uh, for people in drama school, perhaps this is something uh, you have to do, or for our listeners that went to SU, you probably still have PTSD from this <laughs> time frame. Because uh, you had to do a scene for the entire faculty. And if, uh, if the faculty thought you did a good job, you got to move ahead. And if the faculty thought you did not do a good job, 
you were an accountant now. Uh, you were out of the program. That's how your time at Syracuse Drama ended. Yes. And, uh, yes. and so Rob and I uh, did a scene together, and we went big uh, and did not go home. We, uh, we still have to pay for Syracuse, it turns out. And uh, uh, so, yeah, so we did, a, we did a little rape scene together. And, um, we and there, we, there we were in the scene, and the whole faculty's there, and it's very nerve-wracking. And, and my character's supposed to be just coming out of the shower, so I'm in a towel. And Rob is very angry, and, uh, and I'm laying down on these blocks that are supposed to be a bed. And Rob yes. is kneeling on my arms, and it's just getting to the... I'm going to the go big with, moment. The big moment is better than the good part. Thanks, Rob. Yes. And, uh, and they stopped us yes. literally right there. And I just remember both of us having to turn our <laughs> heads sort of from horizontal positions and say, thank you so much. And like, get up and compose ourselves in yeah. that split second that you've put everything kind of in, into that moment. Just casually exit a rape scene. Yeah. 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 Know? Yeah. Just like, yeah. But that's our relationship to the accused. So, right. So we're basically the same. Yeah. Uh, except you're, I don't you're have an Oscar. Jody Foster and I'm all the other guys in this. Yeah, you're all of them. <laughs> and the blocks were a pinball machine. So it worked out. Yes. There we go. Anyway, there let's talk about Big, shall we? Because uh, that's how we're going to get out of this. We're just going to talk about Big, <laughs> uh, which also came out in 88. Tom Hanks playing Mr. a child, getting lucky uh, from the Dancing at FAO machine. Schwartz. Uh, Wasn't it F.A.O. Schwartz? Yeah. Tip went out for F.A.O. Schwartz. Uh, not really, but... Um, Tip went the, out for uh, almost every retail establishment in New York because they're all about to disappear. Well, but. yes, yeah. F.A.O. Schwartz was ahead of the curve. They were trends. <laughs> yes, seriously. Their rent was $8 million from the beginning. <laughs> but a fine movie. Definitely a, a very it was fun. Uh, unique and fun story. Surprised, actually, they haven't decided to make that again with some young, Big. dumb Didn't, fucking... No, they did, right? Didn't they do it with, um, oh, what's her name? Jennifer Garner. Didn't she do a big well, she she did a different movie. Uh, oh, but you mean not 30th. to actually remake it yeah. and call it big. Got it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, one they of these, like, so far. teen, tween, I guess they would have to be in their 20s, like. To do it. Actors. Going Maybe we can, Trump can be in one called Big Lee. Bigly, that would yeah. be his. Bigly, bigly, bigly huge. <laughs> bigly huge. Bigly, bigly huge. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> bigly stupid. The sequel to Big, starring DT. Exactly. Ugh. No, I liked. I liked Big. It had a. It was fun, right? I think it was. This is right before Tom Hanks became known as a dramatic guy, right? Yeah. I think so. It was still comedy-ish because it was Philadelphia was in the nineties, right? Uh, what was the other one? Because I feel like he won. Did he win Oscars back to back? I think he. I think he did for Philadelphia and something else. He's Greek but... now. It's all Greek to him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. That's yeah. Ah, yes, that was the other one. How can I forget that one? Well, okay, I've got another one for you. Speaking of, it does have big in the title. Big top, Pee Wee. Oh, Pee Wee. Pee Wee Herman. This was before he was pitching tents in movie theaters. <laughs> what? Which is crazy when you think about all the types of scandals that have ex existed. It wasn't, it was only a scandal really because he was the host of a children's show. Right. Like if he was on, well, like if he was Charlie Sheen, he'd still have a career. 
Right, exactly. If he was Hugh Grant, if he was at, exactly. like, there's a million other scandalos that happened Seriously. right around that time frame. Um, but yeah, no, that I mean, I think that there's an unfortunate. Thing. Didn't the the host guy of Steve, Steve from Blues Clues? He he got equally oh, shamed because yeah, he was a pothead. Happened. Yeah, um, gotta be careful if you're hosting a kids show. Listen, you know those crap you brothers be like from Sherry Zabumafu, Lewis. They're they're good eggs. Everybody else, Zabumafu? what's that? It's um, it's a kids show. It's like an animal based kids show, and it's hosted by these brothers who've got to be in their forties by now, fifties maybe. Um, you know, and they're they're like they run around with this lemur, what? and the lemur's name is Zabu. Uh, and uh, oh, Chris, wow. your your niece and nephew watch this. It's a good one if they don't. No, I haven't heard of this. Oh, okay. It's fun because there's a lot of animals, but they always they feature an animal, and then the brothers sing this like cheesy like song, like I'm feeling giraffish, 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 and then they like walk around with tall necks and stuff. <laughs> um, the episode I remember the best is when they had on the kinkajou, which meant that the song went I'm feeling kinkajouish, <laughs> which made me laugh a lot. Because <laughs> it's just are you for real? Yeah. There's an animal called the kinkajou, and if you put it in a song where the punchline is ish, wow, then you're feeling kinkajouish. Kinkajouish. Uh, wow, that's. But it's but it's cute, and the lemur. There's like a real life lemur <laughs> and a puppet lemur. Anyway, hey, as long as there's a lemur, it cancels everything out. I'm so just saying, if these two brothers went to the movie and jerked off, they would be. <laughs> this whole empire would be brought down. It would be yes, completely, completely. <laughs> Wait, so I've also got. Because when you mentioned The Accused, I had a heavy, another heavy film on my list was a Dangerous Liaisons. That was very heavy. Yes. With Miss Glenn Close. Yes. Giving dramatic performance. Glenn Close, by the way, who's been robbed of Oscars. Like, <laughs> come on. She Give Glenn great. Close an Oscar already. I would agree. I, I'm she, in. She deserves it. Let's just okay. give her one this year for whatever. Who cares? Whatever she's doing. This year Even was she, stupid. Give her an Oscar. For Zamobophobia. Yeah, exactly. For Zamobophobia. <laughs> Give her whatever. Um, I, I will say, uh, definitely one of my uh, favorite movies of the year, uh, which we have not mentioned. Well, let's stick in the sort of hard stuff for a second before we mm -hmm. get to the funner. Uh, Rain Man. Mm. I feel like we could talk a little more about that. Uh, the, the, the Cruise, who also had Cocktail that year, I think. He uh, did. Cocktail quite was a different. That year. Other end of the I'm not really a, on the speaking of spectrums. Wagon. There's the other end of it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> See what I nice, did? It was a nice tie in. Nice tie in. Okay. <laughs> I still got it. Live stand up. Are you a Tom Cruise person? Don't care about him. Yeah, I He's could not. Never had the slightest bit of interest. No. I don't. I mean, all the best to him, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I very much enjoyed Top Gun. I think um, I, I saw a clip of him on Fallon, I guess, doing mm -hmm. like some Fallon does these like karaoke bits where he has celebrities do. Oh, they have to sing like, in the voice of someone or something. No, they do like a karaoke off. Oh, okay. Um, and it's they're usually pretty funny bits, uh, but Tom Cruise's is so weird. There's something so controlled about him. Oh, yeah. Off stage or off camera that I can't forget when he's on camera. Hmm. Also, I don't think his face moves anymore. He definitely appears to have had some, some work stuff done. done. And he stage. reminds me of the sort of oh, like an old school Hollywood where people's lives were so scripted, like off screen. Like, because sure. you belong to this studio, so you had to act this way. And, like, he always seems 
on in some way. And listen, you know? not for nothing. The whole Scientology thing is cuckoo well, pants, that. motherfucking bananas. Yeah. They're so, a special group of people. There's very special too. group of people. But that being said, Rain mm-hmm. Man, excellent. Dustin Hoffman, Oscar winning uh, for other things as well. But for mm-hmm, Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm staying in the heavy lane. Oh, um, is it in a telephone box in Vegas? <laughs> no, sorry. That's still Rain Man. Beaches. Jesus Christ with the beaches. Did you ever know what? that you're my hero? Did like I, everything I would like to be. No, every, you're, Can you imagine if we'd started the episode with that fucking song? Everybody would have killed heavy. themselves. No one would be listening right now. <laughs> be the end. Like, that would have been the whole episode. Everybody would be done. I got to give it to Bette Midler. Because Bette Midler, because she also, Big Business came out that year. Um, Bette, Midler, uh, Bette Midler and Lily Tomlin. All right. Um, she said that was a banner year for Bette Midler, winning the Oscar the next year for Wind Beneath My Wings from Beaches. So. Oh. There it is. Ah, oh, Christ. Did you ever know that you're my hero? It's okay. such a nice song, but you cannot disassociate it from the fact that she's singing it to a... To a dead friend. Dead friend! <laughs> And the fact that it was sung for the next few years at every graduation. Every, everything. Everything. Oh. Every audition room, someone was doing 16 bars of Women Beneath My Wings. Oh, like, you just wanted to shoot through the door and be like, can I play the dead friend? <laughs> I'd like to play the dead friend and help her get the 16 bars done. I'm in. Oh, my God. Awful. And then the, I didn't see there was the Lifetime remake of it with... Which I think, I literally think the only reason they did it was so that Adina Menzel could sing Wind Beneath My Wings. I don't even remember if I remembered there was a remake of Yeah, it. it's dumb. Maybe I'm so anti-remake. <laughs> I struggle with remakes. I really do. Like, like, what's the point? Unless this is a Lifetime woman, movie about a woman just killing her husband, I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'm not involved. Isn't that every Lifetime movie? Well, except Wind Beneath My Wings. Except Wind Beneath My Wings. Um, but... I feel like we can't talk about 19, for me anyway, mm-hmm. we can't talk about 1988 without talking about two very specific movies that are also movies that I would watch every single day okay. uh, without fail. One, The Great Working Girl. What? Miss Melanie Griffith. Melanie Griffith, Harrison Ford, yes. Sigourney Weaver. That movie is yes. so classic, fucking good. And the end of the movie, when Carly Simon, so when they play the Let the River Run, and the, the, the camera pulls back. I, when I got an office job, I, I must have quoted Working Girl every day <laughs> to a bunch of 20-year-olds who had no idea what the fuck I was and talking about. They didn't about, know what you meant all. at all. They were like, why does she keep doing that? And I'm like, why not? I wanted to do my hair like Joan Cusack. I did bad eye makeup. I was very excited about living all of my working girl fantasies in one HR job. And isn't it interesting? Sometimes that, I took the Staten Island ferry. I didn't need to. I lived oh in Queens. God, the job was we, in Manhattan. Yeah. Please don't do that anymore. No, um, the, I'm fascinated by the fact that there were movies during our, you know, childhood, high school years. There was still, this is 88, about women in the work for us like it feels like it, as history tells stories that's our parents generation story but it's like no no it's still 
a part I mean, of our to be community. fair, this was a little more niche, and maybe because I've seen it clearly more times than you, Rob. Trask radio, <laughs> Trask radio. But it was more specifically about how does somebody from the wrong wrong side of the tracks the wrong pedigree get yes. to be yes. the idea girl who takes her seriously uh, who true. gets her a lunch box and makes her her lunch that was literally i was like i don't want an office job unless it comes with a fella that gets me a lunch box is that why how not? office jobs work they can if that's, that's how, if that's how you want it one until last <laughs> <laughs> It's probably why I was like, wait a minute. I don't think that's how they work. I don't even want one. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what's the other one? I had job for two years, and I, no one made me a fucking want lunch, back lunchbox again. one time. I hear you. Um, and the other, uh, probably the, the greatest, is it a Christmas movie or not, debated movie of all time. Mm. It was released in June, I believe. So was it a Christmas movie? Uh, I say it is still, because I watch it every Christmas. Die hard. Yippee motherfucker. That's it. Right That's what he was looking for. Yippee okay. ki motherfucker. Um, I mean, Bruce Willis at the apex, apex. of yes. his sexy asshole getting it done. Yes. Go to California. Have a few drinks. Uh, he's so good. Um, and, of course, the breakthrough movie... For Alan Rickman, who mm. could read a fucking phone book, and I would watch it every year on Christmas. <clears throat> yes. I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, great actor. Um, Bruce's. Because it was. I mean, Bruce prior... isn't a great actor, but this was. No, 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 no. Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then Bruce was at his apex. How soon? I'm trying to figure out when Moonlighting went off. Was Moonlighting. Not long before, I feel like. Yeah. So this was but like his big jump. We all know what happens jump. when I try and look things up and talk at the same time. I know. I'm going to look it up right now. It's, I mean, you know, yeah. He, I mean, he came to the forefront on TV as a wisecracking. Exactly. Macho, macho dude. But this, this is another level. And quite frankly, while I love Alan Rickman, I love Bruce Willis. I don't even know the actor's name. And I don't care. Argyle has got to be one of my favorite characters in the movie. Argyle is the limo driver. Uh, he plays him run DMC at the top of the movie. <laughs> he waits for him downstairs. He kind of say he changes, he saves the whole fucking movie by running saves into the ambulance. The I'm just, and then at the end he picks them up and it's, it's beautiful. Argyle, ladies and I gentlemen. I love the feeling that you have for it. I do. It's very special. I love, I love, and I do watch it every Christmas, and I don't, because uh, I don't like most Christmas. It's movies. funny. I thought you were going to say, so first of all, I just saw Moonlighting went off the air in May of 89. So this was Mid. big, a big deal for him, right? To be leaving a hit show and, and have a hit movie at the same time. Um, but when you mentioned Christmas, I thought you were going to say Scrooged. Oh, <laughs> also a fine movie, but definitely a Christmas movie. I mean, yes. like, is there a debate? Is there an asshole somewhere going, I don't know, Scrooge is more Easter know. to me. Yeah. that guy should sit down. It has a Memorial Day feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I see Scrooge and I just think Arbor Day. Every yes. time. Every time. He's such a patriot. It's oh almost 4th of July, but not quite. You know what I, I mean? Love it. I love oh, it. Oh, my God. So, yeah, the movies of 1988... So uh, tremendous. Um, and such a... I just have to say these two because they're so random. The Last Temptation of Christ 
and I'm going to get you sucker. Both in the same year. If there was a double bill that should have happened, but probably did not, it was the last Maybe there 10 was days Nick of Nick Rice, and I'm going to get you sucker. Maybe one at seven, one at nine. If I remember correctly, the last temptation of Christ was very long. Uh, yes. Um, yes, it That was right around the time that one of my uncles was converting to born-again Christianity, so he was sure anyone that saw that movie was going straight to hell. Um, he was very adamant about that. I feel like sometimes when people first convert to something, or at least this was my family experience, mm-hmm. when you first convert, uh, you're very much, you're, you're like a zealot about it. Like, yes. it's in your face, like... Jesus will help you diet. Willie, fuck off. And uh, so, you know, whatever. But, like, the mo- this movie was a real... Got in his craw. It shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have existed. Everybody, that's it's a bunch of demon... Is he still born again? Yeah, he's just calmer now because he's old. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A, most, uh, a number of my... I have six uncles on, on my mother's side. And they uh, most of them have all but one have converted to born again Christianity. And they all went through... A real delightful fucking hump when they first hit it mm. um, at varying ages in my life that, like, you know, obviously as I got older, I was rude. You did not want to be the wind beneath their wings, I did. I was, I had no interest in being the wind beneath any of their wings. In fact, <laughs> more often than not, I was the one being like, I'm sorry, did you just judge me? <laughs> What's your bracelet say, WWJD? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thanksgiving's been fun. Um, oh, that was upstate New York. Very clearly my role from the beginning. <laughs> uh, I was born to be the craw, the, the stuck in their craw. What, do you, what gets stuck in a craw? Hey, I'm not even sure what a Everybody's craw got is. a job. Everybody's got a job. <laughs> it's good to have a job. <laughs> It's good to have a job. Yes, it is. Especially in these these times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like if you folks, if you are looking for a sequel, let us no know further than 1988 because they're all there. And maybe and, there's uh, one that we don't know that should be a sequel. You know, let us know what movie the accused to, <laughs> you know, possibly Rain Man again. I don't know. <laughs> Still raining. <laughs> Still raining. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, 2022 Rain Man, still raining, released, starring <laughs> Rob Lee Davis and me. Yes, yes. We're going to add a rape scene. Take care, everybody. You are the wind beneath our wings. Bye. Bye.